You got a good looking wife. since i've listened to that song feels good right oh it feels so good still a good song cooper i mean cooper put out a a new song recently yes it's it's called oh no and it's good so everyone go listen to it and i will implore you at the end of the episode to listen to it again implore what a nice word listener (sighs) jenny mark we're here again it's been a while it's been a while uh we last met to interview 98-year-old Rockies fan, Mabel, who you will hear from later in the episode. Yes. It was delightful. It was, who knows how the audio is, but it's a good (laughs) time. It's a really good time. It really, it really. Oh, you muted. Oh, no, you you (laughs) muted. Oh, no, you muted. Oh, no. Oh, no, here I am. Um. I'm not sure what I was saying. I think I you was were saying- swearing the whole time. That was our <laughs> five second grandma. delay. Um, I think I was saying something about how sometimes podcast technology can make interviews a little harder mm-hmm. when you have any sort of delay or hearing issue. And, you know, we're just doing our best over here. Okay, we guys? really are. We're just trying me. our best. Look at look at Mark. Engulfed by my Mars 2112 background. Yeah. I don't even know what that is, but it's. We all change the know. backgrounds on our on our Zoom screens. In Jenny, case do you know what Mars twenty one twelve is? No, <laughs> no. What is it? It's actually a super. Um, it's a it's a white supremacist uh, <laughs> colony. Oh God, I forgot we were a gotcha alt right baseball podcast. Yeah, we're still we're the only alt right gotcha baseball <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Mark, what is twenty one twelve? Mars twenty one twelve was a theme restaurant in midtown manhattan up mm. until i think about 2012 maybe wow <laughs> big part <laughs> just of my a childhood. thousand years short yeah <laughs> 100 years short yeah yeah 100 years uh, short space themed so you would go down you would go into like uh, a little room and it would shake and it would be like space <laughs> and it wouldn't actually go down because you know just it would just shake and then you'd like shake leave, and then you get the out door. and you'd, you'd be in mars like it'd be a I can't whole, believe I never uh, went theme. there. And all the servers were dressed in Martian outfits. Mm. Wow. So it was like the sci-fi Jekyll and Hyde's. Yeah. Oh my God, I do remember Jekyll and Hyde. Is it still there? If Jekyll and Hyde survived I the pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> I went there when I was underage, and they they did not card us because it was a, essentially a tourist trap. Yeah, I think I really wanted to go, and my parents, who are like restaurant people, used mm-hmm. to own one. Were like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we just and they did happy, not so. hide their displeasure with the food. Oh, I don't even that. remember the food. I just remember you're not supposed to. That's fair. We had shots of like it was like Jello shots, but they were in syringes. 
Ooh. Was, so you go like that? You yeah, you just like syringe injection. in it's like sugar and, you know, Smirnoff. I don't even know. Just disgusting. If that place is still around, the owners absolutely pocketed their PPP loans. A hundred thousand percent. Or if they went out of business, they pocketed the PPP loans and then just shut it down. More likely. More likely that. I can't imagine anybody would take PPP loans and then, I don't know, like shutter a business. Well, it's a real Jekyll no. and Hyde situation. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark, you oh, son of a Mark, bitch, you still you got it. Son, you got it. Part, you really mm-hmm. want to follow the rules and then something comes along that makes you just snap. Oh, boy. Yeah. I have never read Jekyll and Hyde. I've only been to the Jekyll and Hyde themed restaurant for their underage drinking. So many references on that will be lost on me. So oh my god, wait, is it a baseball show? This is supposed to be. Okay. The general, the general conceit is baseball. Not to be the baseball guy, but let's uh let's talk about it a little bit. You know, yeah. months and months ago, uh our listener, her name is Mom Drinkward in my phone. Oh yeah, my mom texted me <laughs> and wanted to talk about stats. Ooh. And, and what mama specifically wants? pitching stats. Ooh, okay. But what mama wants? Mama, mama gets, gets, but mama got to wait a little bit. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> weird talking about my own mother that way. It, it got weirder the longer it went on. It really did. Okay, so anyway, Jenny, here's what I was thinking. Tell me, Rudy. Again, to reiterate, I am not a baseball expert or analyst. I'm a rabid fan. I have a pretty good knowledge of the game. I wanted to just go over the basic stats that are talked about often because I do think it's important as a listener because you watch a game they talk about this shit all the time Mm -hmm. so I think it would help any viewer to have a basic understanding of stats so that they can know what they're watching instead of just being annoyed that they keep saying FIP FIP. or whatever FIP we'll get to that I started with a deep cut wow yeah I'm in can I um explain? Can I be a man and explain some stats to you? I've been There's... so freaked out that you haven't so far. Um, this feels <laughs> way more in my comfort zone, actually. If you could just tell little old me something. All right. So listen up. So here's what I was thinking. <laughs> There's <laughs> There are pitcher stats and hitter stats or batter stats. So I was thinking of going to this website called Baseball Reference that has a catalog of all of the stats combined throughout history, basically, as long as they've been recording these, it's all in this one website. So I was thinking of picking a player and looking at their stats and then seeing what they mean. I think that that sounds like a great way to teach me this stuff. Thank you for validating me. Okay. (laughs) Baseball reference. Dot com, dot Could org. have had this up before. Dot gov. Ooh, look people at that. Want to be, baseballreference.gov. <laughs> Government uh, funded. That's right. So I was thinking we'd pick, uh, let's start with a pitcher. And here's a pitcher I want to start with. Oh, we've already got it up on the screen. Mark's way ahead of me. Okay, Mark, can you bring up Michael Lorenzen? And the reason I want to talk about Michael Lorenzen is just because of fun detail. He just got traded to the Phillies. Uh, look, his hat in the picture is still the Detroit Tigers. Wow. Okay. But Michael Lorenzen got traded. And one thing I love about Michael Lorenzen is that he wears custom-made Vans cleats. 
Okay. Which to me is about the coolest thing in all of baseball. He's a very fine pitcher. He's been really good at times. He's been pretty middling, mediocre at times. But I've always wanted him on the Giants because he wears he he found somebody to make him Vans cleats. They don't make Vans. Was it Vans, the company? The I don't know. I do know that they must be. But I don't know. Maybe he has a guy who could make cleats out of Vans. It's possible. I want that to be the Vans. They don't make cleats. So he got traded to the Phillies after I had been saying to everyone who would listen that I want the Giants to trade for him Mm -hmm. because he wears Vans cleats. He then went on to throw a no hitter, which is a big feat for a pitcher. Yes. In Vans cleats. It's a big cleat for a pitcher. (laughs) Yeah. Mark, I'm rusty. That was good, though. Those cleats are going to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Wow. And he said, Vans needs to make me new cleats because I'm sending the only pair of Vans ever to go to the Hall of Fame to the Hall of Fame. So anyway, that's why I picked him for this experiment. I love that. That's cool, right? I think so. What's another shoe that would be cool that's not a, you know, it's not Nike or Adidas or Under Armour? Like if someone was like, I need Timberland boots, cleats. Yeah, that would be honestly really cool. That would I'm be very cool. I was trying to think of like what would be iconic shoes, like Vans, Tim's. Um, Birkenstocks. Be- oh, Birkenstocks. Oh, God. <laughs> if we can get Birkenstock cleats. Although Birkenstock cleats does sound like a country song. I got them Birkenstock cleats. It's like a rap country song yeah yeah maybe. like when nelly and uh who was it garth brooks did they do that crossover yes yes they was did. it garth brooks or not not garth brooks uh, it was one of the guys toby one of the guys oh maybe toby i don't know honestly they all look the same to me they all look the same they so all sound talk, the same they all sound the same so let's oh wait can i tell you a really funny uh country music joke before we no. talk about baseball okay um we don't That's have fine. time because it's That's a baseball fine. show Fair enough. okay please no please tell me I, I think I saw this on TikTok, but someone was like, do you know why country music got so bad after 9-11? Why? It was really hard to sing while you're licking a boot. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, damn, I love that. That's that really... is a country music 9-11. Slam. Like, That's... Socialist ACAB yes. joke. Wow. Yeah. That hits a lot for me. That not it? Pretty good. Pretty good. I've got a 9-11 joke. No, we're not doing 9-11 jokes. <laughs> okay, who's another player you want to see? Okay, wait, no. I want to talk about his... Let's look at his stat line and let's see what they are. So we see war. We see a W and L. We see ERA. We see G. We see GS. Is that what I... It's a little mm-hmm. blurry on me. SV. Number one. Th- thank you, Mark. We got IP, SO, and WHIP. Okay, can I make some guesses? Please. That's what I was hoping for. Okay, great. So, uh, WAR, I'm going to guess. Oh, no, I really don't even know. Um, uh, Something about average runs? That doesn't make sense with 3.1, but something like something. hmm, Walk-offs. 
war is actually a stat that applies to batters and pitchers, by the Ooh, way. Ooh, okay. Hmm. One of the few on the, actually, maybe the only one on this. Yeah. I have no idea. Would you like to know? Yes, please. Okay, so war stands for wins above replacement. What that means is that if you were to replace Michael Lorenzen with a, a replacement level player, which essentially means like a bench player or a like a triple A call up who's fine. Mm-hmm. A, a, it's not exactly average. It's like the baseline of decent, I guess. Okay. Would, worthy of being in the MLB. Okay. In MLB. Uh, that's how many more wins he has accrued over the season by however they calculate war. So he's his value is calculated at three wins above the next Joe Schmo who would take his place. Gotcha. So you want that number to be quite high. Yes. You're going to be very good. But they don't go that high because war is pretty valuable. Like a good season is like if someone's a five or six war player, that's for their season, they're worth that many war. That's how many win, like complete wins they're worth. Their team wins that many more games because, because they're, on, they're the on the team. Wow, what an interesting... Yeah. How do you decide that when so many things about... Like, I mean, I don't know. How do you weigh that sort of thing? What this, if, does someone's good attitude come into play in their war rating? No, I think there should. I think that there should be a stat that it pl- is to... That accounts for clubhouse... Like a vibe stat. Yeah, what's the vibe stat? Because there are people that. who make their fellow players better because of their presence. Yes. Their work ethic, their attitude. But war, I don't think they've found a way to account for vibes in war. And I actually don't know how they... <laughs> this is where it's like so funny, me. Rudy. Like, I'm trying to come up with what the joke is. Like, they haven't been able to account for vibes in war yet. Like there's a war joke, like the mm. skirmishes, battles, and people dying kind of war, not the baseball kind of war. Right. The anyway, um, the bad there's one. A joke there. Yeah. It's somewhere in there. Uh, listeners at home, you you think of the joke and you write into us and let us yeah, know. You think what of the joke. You think of the joke. Why do we have to do all the work? And then so W, I think I can understand to mean wins. Yes. And L would be losses. Yes. And then ERA. Now this is where we had our our goof and spoof. I think yes, in the first episode where I very confidently said it was earned runs earned, allowed, earned and it is actually average. Exactly. Yes. And you want that number to be very low, I assume. Exactly. Yeah. Then because that's the, how many runs you give up, essentially. Right. And I feel like his number is low. Would you say three point two three is low? It's on. Yeah, it's on the low side. That's. I don't know, Mark. What do you, I, I feel what? like four is kind of the like a divider line to me. If it's below four, it's like good, and if it's above four, it's not so good. Well, I think it's good considering how many innings he's pitched. And where yes. do we see the OIP? Oh, Mark gave up a very important clue. Mm-hmm. I know the answer to one later. Okay, IP is not intellectual property. <laughs> they also have not been able to account for that yet. So ERA, when you look at it, it's Basically, trying to say how many runs this person, on average, gives up in the span of nine innings, like a, a regular game. So if you think about what's a high-scoring game, well, 
if a team scores three runs, that's not a lot, but it's right. enough to maybe win a game. If somebody's ERA is one, which if they pitch enough, it isn't. That's crazy. But it's like, oh, if they gave up only one run on average per game, that's incredible. Right. If it's up at like six or seven, they're pitcher. maybe losing that game. Yeah. Unless they have a lot of, you know, they get a lot of run support. Do we feel good about war? I mean, sorry, <laughs> ERA. <laughs> yes, I, I feel good about both ERAs. Um, then we go to G. G. Not a clue. Mm. Games? No. Yeah. Games? Yeah. Just oh. games that he's played in. 20 this 20. year. Okay. Gotcha. Which, well, then. The starting we'll, pitcher, we'll, they play every like five games or so. What would GS mean? Games started. Yes. Cool. So he started all 20 of the games he's done this year. Yes. He's, he's only a starting started pitcher. For 64 of his 333. Oh, yeah. You're looking at career. The wow. career ones. And then, okay. So now we go over to SV. Mm hmm. Hmm. And he hasn't had any this year, but he's had 14 in his career. So what on earth would that be if we're talking about games? Games started. Um, mm. Hmm. Saves. Yeah. Saves. Yes. I'm so proud of myself right now. I'm proud of you too. So zero saves. So that means that to save means that he would come in later in the game and would make sure that they did not lose. Yes. They would hold the lead. They'd so, hold yes. the lead. Okay. So, to get so a if save, he you came in and they were down, lead. if they like were down five runs and he came in and they well, won it would the have game. to be no more than three, right? Yeah. You have to be up by no more than three runs in order to get a save. So if your team's up by like four runs and you come in and you still win the game, you don't get credit for a save because it's a, such a big lead. Gotcha. What if it's the it other way the around? What if you're coming in when your team is behind? You cannot be eligible for a save. Okay. So he's well, there also has to be a threat of um, a tie. Gotcha. So, like, there has to be a runner on base or something like that, right? No. I think if you come into the ninth with a one-run lead mm -hmm. and there's nobody on, you you get the save if you you end up shutting, you close out that inning. Right, well, because there's a threat of there being a tie. Oh, so if the they're person tying the game. Like yeah, so if you come in, uh, yeah, I don't know who gives a shit no one fucking cares no one listens to this <laughs> oh my god guys what happened wow you two just really spiraled hard Let's i think you went in like i thought i knew it and then i i didn't it's okay and i got mad oh no i think you're right i think it's, where the who cares comes in is you're that... weak that's that's what i said whoa no that's not what i was <laughs> at all what that's i was saying children are so fragile okay <laughs> okay hey mark yeah take a take a walk what? buddy take a walk bud just go take a walk. Go make yourself some nachos. I was saying who cares because I think that we're going out of our depth with the, the nuance a little bit. And we're just trying to get a general understanding. Of yeah. So now we know IP is intellectual property. Um, yeah. mm, you no, missed the entire. You had Shoot. it right. And then you. Yeah. He's got 122.2 intellectual properties. Wow. Yeah. What is this? The Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> Go off, King. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, Mark, that's so, so innings pitched. Yes. That's and how many innings he's pitched. Would a SOB a shutout? 
No. Uh, no, but you got the strikeout. You got the, oh, yep. There strikeout. you go. Boom. Oh, wow. Look, there's the answer. Strikeouts. Oh. Okay. And then okay. whip. 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 Um, hmm. I'm going to assume that it's something with the innings pitched. You're right. The IP stands for innings pitched. So what would the WH? Wins at home innings pitch? <laughs> no. No. Hmm. But I like where your head's at. Hmm. What's, um, can I give you a kind of a hint here? Yeah, sure. What's something that a pitcher can give up? A home run? Yes. A base? But, a what? His dignity? Sure. But more um, in like the baseball sense. What is the batter up? trying to do? Hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Which starts walks. with? Yeah. <laughs> so walks, hits, and, and wait. Yeah. What? Yeah, Why would yeah. it be walks, hits? So it's walks and hits per innings pitched. Because they're getting on the base. Yeah, so his okay. whip, it's it's just over one. So in average, in an average inning, he's giving up one walk or hit. Okay. Or walks and hits. I feel like that so, might be the most important one on here. Yeah, depending on who you talk to i think it's an important one if somebody only because it basically means base runners allowed right whether they get a walk or a hit right it's a base runner so one person getting on base or getting a hit some way pretty good yeah what's your favorite stat up here your favorite category of stat What do you, what are you looking if you had to like be like this is the stat that helps me determine what who's a better pitcher is there a stat that does that for you Since I'm kind of a basic bitch I look at <laughs> ERA more okay. but I think I I think when I actually go deeper and I look at whip I get more excited I say I think war is valuable but I don't know I have a less of a baseline of like what his war is worth compared to other pitchers where I know what a decent ERA looks like. I know what a decent whip looks like, but I gotcha. believe in war. Sure. <laughs> We're very, very pro war. I'm pro war. Okay. All right. Should we move on to hitting stats? Yes. And then I want to talk about stats as a concept after okay. we talk about the hitting stuff. Great. I love it. Let's do uh, your guy, Marcus Semyon. Yeah. About that. Okay. Okay. His his war is quite high. Oh, my gosh. We got all these other ones. Do you remember oh. what war stands for? Wins above uh, replacement. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. 5.6 war, and this season's not over. He's having a great year. He's having a great year. AB would be your um, – wait, AB. Mm-hmm. At bats, yes, and then BA is batting average. I got yes. Confused. Okay, so okay, so he's had five hundred at bats this season. Yep, he's got a he's had nineteen. Oh wait, he's had one hundred and forty one hits. Yeah, he's got nineteen home runs. Correct, for a batting average of two eighty two, which yes. I feel like might be low. Is it? No, no, I it's don't know. Good. It is good. That's What's good, especially like, for a power hitter. Why? A lot of people who hit a lot of home runs and almost 20, it's it's not a ton, but it's it's good. He's a power hitter guy a lot of the time, but they sell out for power. So they mm. try to hit the ball really hard. That means often they're striking out more or whatever. So they're gotcha. 
average will be lower. But in my mind, above like 275 is a delineator for me of like 275 is like very decent. And the further you get away from that on one side, the worse you are. The further up you get towards like 300, the better you are. Ooh, and there's something called the Mendoza line. Oh, yeah. Ooh, tell me about the Mendoza line. Well, it's named after a player who did very poorly. So if you're, and for all of eternity now, (laughs) if you hit below or or match that average or below that, you've hit the Mendoza line. You're you're below the Mendoza line. What is that? Yeah. How long has this guy had to be the... (laughs) He's the only one. They've never, there was not a previous person and they renamed it. It will forever probably be the Mendoza line. So it's a 200 or below batting average. Wow. Yeah, 200's bad. Okay. Wow. All right. So then we go to R, which I assume is runs. Yes. That's uh, runs scored. So That he scored. Every time he touched home plate. Cool. And then RBI would be runs batted in. Correct. Then SB would be stolen bases. Yes, it is. And then now we're She's getting... She's on a roll. Oh. Now... Nope. This is where... Oh, Things really are going to fall apart. OBP. Yeah, you know me. Go <laughs> <laughs> down with OBP. Everybody. Um, what do you think? You know what the P stands for? Do I? Actually, maybe not. Percent? No, not yeah. would be percentage. Percentage? Yeah. Something about batting percentage. Oh, boy. Absolutely no idea. It's about how many times this guy gets. On base? Yes. Oh, that makes sense. On base percentage. So on base percentage is almost always higher than batting average. Basically, batting average does not incorporate walks. Gotcha. So walks just don't factor in. They don't count as a... At bat, they don't count as a hit or anything. On base percentage counts walks. Counts walks. So if you have any walks at all, your on base percentage will be higher than your batting average. Interesting. And then SLG. Oh, God. Oh, hmm. Something, something game. This is a tough one because it's actually not an acronym. What? Is it Grand Slams? Slame Grande. <laughs> it is actually it's Slame Grandes, and he's got point four seven two. Oh my god, I love Slame Grandes. We got to make T-shirts soon. That'll be our first piece That's of. That's our first T-shirt. Slame Grandes with his Slame Grandes. <laughs> okay, I do not know what SLG stands for. That's fair. It's slugging. What? So, slugging is similar to batting average but it counts not just how many hits but how many extra base hits doubles triples home runs so batting average his batting average could be 282 if every one of his hits was singles it would be 282 if every Mm. one of his hits were home runs it would be 282 a hit is a hit in uh slugging they do some weird math where it's like Weighted for... Exactly. So singles times one, plus doubles times two, plus triple signs divided by at-bats. So your slugging is just how many times you're hitting the ball for extra bases. Yeah. So which came first? Calling someone a slugger Mm. or the stat? 
I would guess calling someone a slugger. And then they called this stat the slug stat. I'm almost positive, yeah, because That's they were like, how do we account for slugging or sluggers? Right, yeah, because, yeah, I feel like if you were hitting a bunch of triples or doubles, if you were really good at that, it would be annoying to have your batting average be the same as someone who's hitting a single. Right, exactly. All right, and then we go to OPS, ops. All right. Mm. Oh. If you get this, I'll be very surprised, proud, and I'll give you 20 bucks. What? And now money's on the line? Oh, fuck. Okay, hang on. Now I actually do want to know what it is. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Can I give a clue? For $10, yes. I'll split $10 with you. It's redundant of two previous stats. That's a good clue. Wow. Okay, hang on. It's redundant. We're we got dead air here, folks. God, sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry. Oh God. It's the it's the um it's the total of your on base percentage and your slugging. But what would that be called? Your overall point well, stat? You've got the you've got the two. You got the OBP O. Right. right. You got on, the slugging SLG. Yeah. But on on oh, oh, oh no, I don't have it. Just tell me. It's on base plus slugging. Oh jeez, Mary Joe. It's literally just those two stats added combined. Together. And then, so the plus, so, wait, what does it stand for? On base plus slugging. So you're on, wait, so you're on base plus slugging plus 125. Oh, you're looking at OPS plus. I am. So that's a different thing. That's behind a paywall. I hate that. (laughs) We'll get to that. Let's get to that now. Okay, so on-base plus slugging is literally just on-base percentage plus slugging percentage. You add okay. those together, it gives you a a picture of how often they're getting on base and how often they're hitting the ball far. Okay. OPS plus is based on an average of all players' OPSs where the average is 100. There's also... Uh, I feel like there's a pitching stat for this too. That's like something plus I can't ERA plus or whatever, but basically the baseline is 100. Okay. If you're, so he's 125 is Marcus Semyon's OPS plus he's 25% better. His OPS is 25% better than the average. I see. It's a very, I, I barely understand this. So now, so this is, this is what I find so interesting about stats, which, you know, I think is pretty generous to even have that statement. Um, (laughs) It feels like every sort of cultural like circle has like the nerd portion. And I feel like this falls squarely into like baseball nerddom. Oh yeah. And I'm so curious, like what the, what the draw is for someone like you or like either, either one of you who are, I who would are not like fucking cool. You're so cool. And, and jean and, jacket wearing cigarette oh smoking. 
gonna Harley die young warm riding. in the fall yes riding those hogs right off into cancer and we love that for you um but like what's the appeal of of like this feels like it gets very far away from like the feelings of baseball mm -hmm. and i'm curious about how you sort of married your like hard hard fought love feelings for baseball and then like this sort of de-romanticized very clinical space i appreciate the question i i have an answer so i think that baseball is it relies it's such a like sample size based thing where if you watch someone strike out you need the context of how often they do that versus how often they don't do that to temper your expectations of a player and to understand what it actually means because most of the time they don't get a hit they don't get on base but if you know that he has a an on-base percentage of 353 35% of the time he's getting on base and then you have to understand that that's pretty good compared to the general pool right. of players so it helps contextualize what's happening on the field against the immense amount of games that are played right. by 30 different teams with 28 people on the roster. And then that's just if you account for this season and then there's the history of it. So I think it keeps you from losing your mind watching a single <laughs> game in some ways to know that they don't. And to appreciate how incredible it is that this very good player only gets on base 35.3% of the time. So you look to the stats as a way to sort of put context around yes. how it feels to watch the players. Mark, are you the same? Do you like the um, stat? I'm not too interested in the stat. I mean, it is like it does tell you if a player is good or not or or tells you where they're at in their season yeah um i like i think the nerdier thing that i like doing is keeping score in a score book which is <gasps> yes uh, a lot it's i, so it's I have pitch watched by pitch people, by yeah hit. it's yeah. really hard i feel like it's really hard yeah it's kind of hard but to look back and then be able to tell you like what somebody did in the third inning of a game that happened you know a year ago yeah, uh, is just pointless. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> it's remarkable a waste because of time. these are all like every every one of these hits in his career hits. Somebody knows like there is it's recorded where that happened and if it was a double or single and if there was a run scored on it. There's just this part of baseball that is just this huge cave of history that's all disseminated through numbers right and they well, always like to sense. do they do a thing where they're like he's the first person under the age of 23 oh, yeah. to be born in guatemala and hit four home runs right in i do six games i do love when that happens the hyper specific <laughs> yeah milestones looking to create the drama are, yes incredible but and also like, like yeah, i love cool. that I love yeah. that when it's like, cool. And now I'm cheering for him for this reason, which I think is why they do it. And I think it's really smart when they're 
I don't know when it, when it feels like this moment has a place in history because you have so much data mm-hmm. and you can you can say the last time he was up to, you know against this player it was 76 degrees outside and you can make it all feel like it all matters or if it was him it was probably a cool 72 degrees inside because of the damn air conditioner oh god yeah you assholes <laughs> I'm more That's mad about the back. Pride Night stuff than the yeah that for our for our yeah brand in retrospect new listeners. the comfortable uh, <laughs> <laughs> air temperature is a little. I want I want the place to be inviting to all kinds of people, but I don't want it to be comfortable. Does that make sense? Everyone should yeah. be welcome, and everyone should be equally. We're talking literal atmosphere versus correct the cultural atmosphere, social atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we want you all to feel safe. And a little bit yucky. A little bit yucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect. That's the perfect ball game. That's it. That's it. Uh, I feel. Do we feel good about our stats conversation? I feel good about here? our stats. I feel great about it. I'm very impressed with how quickly you uh, n- guessed what these things stood for. I think I told you a long time ago. I test pretty well. I use my you context pretty well. Clues. Oh, we didn't get to FIP. FIP oh, wasn't yeah. What's on FIP? there. What's okay, FIP? so FIP is one of those ones that I don't quite understand, but I know what it means. It means field independent pitching, which basically accounts for a pitcher's ability despite what might happen on the field around him. So it accounts for strikeouts, walks, hit by pitches, home runs, anything else, a player on the field who the ball is hit to could affect the outcome so like if if they drop the ball and it becomes a single instead of an out right it also accounts for ballpark dimensions so there are ballparks where sometimes they'll show this on a a broadcast like someone hits a ball too deep into right field and they'll say you know in 10 ballparks that's a home run but it mm. you know it falls in because the dimensions are different so it adjusts how for is ballpark. that fair wait it's, you're telling me that like 400 400 feet in one baseball stadium will be a home run and 400 feet in a different baseball stadium will not be a home run i'm telling you that that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard why is that the case i like it it's a quirk no, of the game that doesn't make a lick of sense it I'm doesn't but it is angry. how it is and it's kind of fun but why why would they say we like it's not a regulation field no there's no regulation for the size of the baseball field there are regulations but there are variances in the outfield wall and the foul territory what why why i think when they built a lot of these they were just kind of like wild west we'll build a ballpark in you know the middle of an urban area they had telephones when they were building baseball stadiums i mean jenny there's a field that's a mile in the air in denver where the air is so thin that hitting home runs there is considerably easier than everywhere right. else so all these stats also account for that I know. and then there are ballparks that are pitcher friendly because less home runs go out mm. uh, where the giants play is one of those there's a very deep 
right field. They call it triples alley where the ball can just, it would be a home run in most ballparks. Mm -hmm. Instead, it just bounces around off this little angled wall. It's just a little tradition of this beautiful game we call baseball. Oh, <laughs> you're so I'm so by frustrated by that because it makes it all pretend. I mean, game. No, it doesn't. Anyway. Both With teams like, have to play there. I guess that's true. I suppose that that's true. It's an equal playing field in the sense that they're both playing there. And every team know. plays kind of everywhere now, and. There right. is an there's a disadvantage if you're a pitcher whose home ballpark is a right. hitter's ballpark, but people n- understand that now, and because of things like FIP, people's contracts when they're trying mm. to sign for a new team, people understand like, oh, their ERA was a little higher, but they also pitched in Coors Field where uh, people hit better. Right. Interesting. Wow. I guess yeah. I guess for trading for your salary and for like the Hall of Fame, right? You want more yeah. statistics that help clarify just how great someone is that Sure. Interesting. Okay. All right. I guess I'm back on board, but since we're going to uh get to a like I said, 98-year-old Rockies fan, a year or two ago Larry Walker became the first ever Rocky inducted into the hall of fame or at least the first ever who was representing the rockies like that was the hat he wore to the induction and for years people held it against him that he was a that he was a hitter in course field Mm. and somewhere along the way people caught up and realized that no despite having that advantage his numbers are still incredibly good compared to other players who played primarily at other places Shall we get to that interview? Do we have any last? Do we have any last things? Thank you to our listener, Rudy's mom, for bringing this up. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what other mom. things she, um, what she likes about statistics. Yeah, so, I think she wanted some sometimes? clarity, and I hope we provide. Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. I I feel like I feel like I know more now than I did when we started. And if that's not what podcasts are about, I don't want to be a part of it. Amen. <laughs> cool. Well, without further ado, let's uh, let's bring you into our interview with Mabel. We're going to talk about the Rockies. A little Enjoy. bit. Thank you for talking to us about baseball. We're so happy to be talking to you. Should we call you Jima or Mabel? Jima. Okay, Jima. How long have you been a Rockies fan? God, I don't know. I know I'm 400, but I don't remember. Since they started. What? Since they started. Yeah, before, after Denver Bears. Mm-hmm. A guy named Mark Freeman. You know him? No. You know why? He's an old man and you guys are young. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> All I know is old, old people. <laughs> <laughs> so is there an, anything you want to tell us about the Rockies in what particular? You, what do you want to tell them about the Rockies? Tell who about the Rockies? Me. Oh, I, I don't know anything about baseball. You don't? No. 
the why you need to know about baseball for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the Rockies. You went to the very first opening day. Wow. Remember? At Mile, you went to the very first opening day at Mile High Stadium. I don't remember what year. 1993. Wow, I'm pushing 100, you know. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite player on the Rockies? I'm not used to interview. You're doing great. Gee, Rudy has a question for you. Who's your favorite player on the Rockies right now? Do you have a favorite player? Who's my favorite player? Right now. Mm, I know Clint Bonnet's my birthday boy. He's your birthday boy? What does it mean that he's the birthday boy? <laughs> well, I found out we had the same birthday on a uh-huh. different year. Whoa. If you know what I mean, different year. He's yeah, I know what you mean. a <laughs> hundred. Mabel, can you tell me what you like about baseball? and watching baseball games, what you like about baseball? I grew up with baseball. Five brothers, only girl. Instead of helping my mother in the kitchen after a hard day work on the farm, my brother said, hey, shit, come on, come on, let's go play catch. Sure, anytime. Were you good at baseball when you played with your brothers? No, because they took advantage of me. (laughs) (laughs) They took advantage of you. They thought I didn't know baseball, so they said, come on, just let's go play catch. So I go out there, and then my mother's looking for me. (laughs) Come back, and she finds me out there playing catch. She grabbed my hair. What are you doing out here? Your job is in the kitchen. Oh, God. I tell my brother, see, you always get me in trouble with my mom. <laughs> and she don't stand for no backtop. If I backtop, bang, bang. Oh, boy. And do you like going to Rocky's games? Hmm? Do you like to go to Rocky's games? Maybe ask her how the setup happened, how you got your uh, like tickets and stuff, how you guys would used to go. How did you meet the Mumfords? Oh, God, that's a long story. That's okay. I'll make it as short as I can. Uh, I'm a lifetime farmer. A farmer's mouth, too. And... How I got to meet the Mumford was I had a next-door neighbor back in the old place in Brighton, Colorado. And that was the Horiuchi family. And their older son turned out to be a very politician, which is unusual for American Japanese. 
but he knew how to speak up. And he turned out to be a pretty good politician signing up for the American Japanese. That's all I could remember. I'm not pushing hunger for nothing. <laughs> Mabel, when you go to baseball games, what's your favorite part of being at a baseball game? My mind completely changes. I forget about my brothers and no sister. This old stupid sister here. That's it. What, what, what do you enjoy about being at a baseball game? Because I like baseball. Oh. And, and what else? Oh, and she showed me up. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Yeah, he's good looking. <laughs> yeah, he is. But he don't like an old, old Japanese woman. Maybe. <laughs> you find baseball players cute, would you say? Do you think baseball players are cute? Most of them. Most of them. <laughs> There's some ugly ones. Yeah. But don't ask me who. I won't. I won't. Most of them cute. Especially the guy's cute butt. <laughs> the guy's I cute agree. Yeah. It's me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like the position catcher. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're squatting a lot. <laughs> they work out that butt. <laughs> Mabel, did you ever go to spring training? Did you go to spring training? When? Ever. Just about every year until I was too old. And then players don't like interesting old ladies. When you would go to spring training before, would you talk with the players? Did they know who you were? Talk to them. I did more than talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What did you do, Mabel? Someone give me a hug, Ooh. but never one give me a kiss. Oh. Shame on them. <laughs> you know what? What? I'm not getting hungry for nothing. No, That's you right. are not. You are not. Mary, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Do you go to baseball games with your mom? Yes. Do you enjoy them? Can you tell me about what you enjoy about baseball? Uh, the game itself and, and just the experience. It's always um, very entertaining with G. Good thing I got an interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> She's good I, at it, too. She's a good interpreter. Yeah. If you speak to me in Japanese, I understand more. Ah. Uh. I wish I knew yeah, Japanese. I can't, I can't do that. No. I wish I could. But you're doing great with English. Yeah, we're we're having a great conversation. It's a great conversation. Now? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm called Bakatari. 
Bacatare? Yeah. And what does that mean? You don't want to know. Okay. Okay. I will not ask. I have a cat that say Baca. <laughs> I tell you, it means stupid. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Why do you wear a hat that says stupid on it? Because I was born stupid. <laughs> no. Mabel, I don't believe it. But my wonderful family tried to teach me how to live. None stupid. But that's in my blood, so. You don't seem stupid to me. No. But it is, you are funny. And it's funny <laughs> to wear a hat that's, that's stupid. Or better, or better yet, I'm point time. A dare I ask what point what that? means? Hmm? What does point tongue mean? I'm point tongue. I'm point tongue. I'm hope I am sure I'm saying it wrong. Mary, could you maybe could you maybe tell us what that means? That's worse than being called stupid. Uh oh. I believe it's um, pretty much like asshole. Oh, oh no. My mother always used to hit me on the head. <laughs> I'm pulling down. Hey, Gma, they want to talk about baseball. <laughs> not, oh, baseball. Not, not dirty Japanese words. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. What do you want to know about baseball? I have I'll... a birthday boy named Clint Barman. Nice looking young, what do you call it, young man? Yeah. So you Maybe. said you like catchers, and there was a catcher who played for the, or he was the manager of the Giants, managed against the Rockies a lot, Bruce Bochy. Do you know Bruce Bochy? Uh, you don't uh, like him? You know why I don't like him? Why? One time I was at a game with San Francisco Giants, and boy, I was rooting for the Rockies. He couldn't stand it, so he called the umpire over. I thought, what the hell he called the umpire for? I watched him. He told him something, pointing his finger at me. Mm -hmm. I called the umpire over an inning or two. What did that superman you have to tell you? Tyler pointing his finger at me. He told me to tell that lady to keep her mouth shut. Oh, no. Oh, no. That, that I got everybody killing <laughs> him. He got paid to back. Good for you. Paid him back. <laughs> you know where he is at now? I don't care. Texas? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Good night. Oh, no. Good night, indeed. Oh, no. Texas. So no better. I thought they were intelligent, but now I wonder. <laughs> I guess they're baka. <laughs> is is Bruce Bochy an Ampontang? Ampontang? Yeah, he is. <laughs> you heard it here. It's official. A real Ampontang. <laughs> I agree. Wow. Mabel, did you take your family to baseball games when they were little? Well, I only had one son and three daughters. 
two of the daughters here, so I don't know if they want to hear me tell the truth. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't know. Next question. Yeah. Next so. question. Pass. <laughs> yeah. Move on. When was the last time you went to a Rockies game? Opening day. Opening day. Mm -hmm. This I season? It's opening day. And I have an owner of the Rockies who goes out of his way to give me the ownership. Well, not anymore, but. Wow. So when I get the only see all my kids, grandkids, friends say, who are you taking? Who are you taking? <laughs> Tell them, it's none of your damn business. <laughs> only Mabel decides that, I see. We went, we went to opening day again. I don't think I missed very many opening days. Mm -mm. So you're a bit of a... a a celebrity at these the, the owner gives you the owner seat you've thrown at the first pitch do people a lot of people recognize you when you go to a game i don't pay attention. you don't pay attention if they watch me and i don't like it i just go here <laughs> and you give them the uh, the bird <laughs> <laughs> i was with five burgers it's it's really cool because charlie blackman always comes to say hi to you. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not only say hi, they give me a hug. Mm -hmm. Charlie Blackman comes over and gives you a hug? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. That's so cool. You've gotten lots of hugs. You're still waiting on your baseball kiss. <laughs> Mary, I do have some questions for you. What is it like having your mom be this sort of, you know, local baseball celebrity? Is it fun? Is it strange? Yes. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's just a fun to experience this with her and, and share that. But I tell you one thing. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. I grew up with baseball. My brothers, only girl. We worked hard on the farm. And my mother here. Doing the cooking, getting meals ready. And I like to sneak out. And the brother said, Come on, let's play catch. Sure. So I'm out there playing catch. And then my mother's looking around. How come the table's not set? <laughs> what are you doing over here when you're supposed to be helping me set the table? cook and everything. What? It's not my fault. You were five brothers. I'm the only girl. You're right. That's right. Do you remember throwing out the first pitch at spring training? I don't remember nothing. You threw it to Clint Barmas? Oh, that's my birthday boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Mary, could you ask Mabel this question for me? Um, if, if someone didn't know anything about baseball and wanted to, um, I'm trying to think about how to ask this so that you can then ask it in a shorter way. Um, I want to know how Mabel would recruit someone to be a baseball fan. What would she, what would be the way to get someone new to be a baseball fan? 
How could you convince someone to be a baseball fan? I don't know. I can't answer that. I just tell them, oh, you don't know anything about baseball? Then you're stupid. What? <laughs> you don't know nothing about baseball? Leave me alone. <laughs> You yeah, don't have Jenny. time for, I understand. You don't have time for people who don't love what you love. I respect that. How, how would you convince them to be a Rockies fan? I asked them, are you a Rockies fan? They said, who's Rocky? Well, get it, stay out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> if you know nothing about Rockies, out of my way. Is there anyone who is as big a fan of the Rockies as you? No, I'm the one. That's I right. I believe it. I believe it. But but they don't know it. In this world, they don't know it. I'm secret. <laughs> oh, you're not secret about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think subtlety is is where you live, Mabel. I think you live out loud and proud about everything you love. You know what? Life is too short to be too serious. I agree. Gma, I think we should wrap it up and let you go, and we'll stop bothering you with questions about baseball, about baseball and anything. So, is there any last thing you want to say? to us before we let you go go Rockies go Rockies go Rockies make Thank you world series and get the world series and then I'm gonna get my kids all together and say buy all the bottle of champagne you can <laughs> everybody get over here get a bottle and double up I don't care how you feel afterwards <laughs> That's their business. I'm not telling you to your bed. If I can't tell you, I just stop you on the floor. Well, when the Rockies are in the World Series, I'll be rooting for them, and I'm going to fly out to Denver because I want a bottle of champagne with That's you. That's right. You got it. Mabel and Mary, thank you so much for talking to us. This is a delight. Thank uh, you so much. We appreciate much. your time. Go Rockies. You're a nice-looking couple. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks so much to Gma and Mary for coming on. What a wonderful, delightful conversation. And a big shout-out and thanks to Nick Golden-Henry for arranging the interview, recording extra audio, just making sure this thing works. Now, as always, thanks to our producer, Mark Dowling, for making this thing go, Angela Golden-Henry for our beautiful graphic design, and Cooper Kenward for our ripping theme song. Hey, do yourselves a favor. Go listen to his new song, Oh No. It's called Oh No. And you can watch the music video. Very fun. Just do it already. And, of course, as always, thanks to you for listening. We wouldn't do it if you didn't. Eh, eh, maybe we would. Who knows? I'm just glad you're here. Now for my co-host, Jenny St. Angelo, I'm Rudy Behrens, and we are out of here!